We begin with that breaking news in Norfolk. A suspect is in custody after shooting five women in Young Terrace. Three of them are dead. This happened on Whitaker Lane just after six. Tonight, Chief Larry Boone doubling down on calls to stop the violence. We have team coverage tonight. Angelique Aaron talk, talk to people who live near that scene. But we're going to start with Sarah Hammond. And Sarah, what else did the police chief say? Yeah, guys, now you can see the scene is cleared. The forensic tape has been taken down, or the tape has been taken down. The forensic team has gone. When we got here around 645, there were fire trucks, EMS, uh, police cars on just about every corner in this vicinity. And we spoke to Chief Larry Boone about 45 minutes after that call came in. And he told us in his 30 years in law enforcement, he's never seen a situation quite like this one. We have a... Um it appears to be a mass shooting. Norfolk Police Chief Larry Boone says in total, someone shot five women. Three died at the scene. Medics rushed two others to the hospital. He says they believe this was a domestic situation. The suspect shot one victim. And as the community was trying to render aid, this coward shoots them. The suspect is a coward. And Boone says he's never seen a scene like this. We need to start speaking up because this, I've never seen this in my 30-year career, five women shot at one time. He says this gun violence has to stop. This idea that everybody can be saved, that's gone by the way, of the dodo bird. And again, Boone says initially it was just one woman that was shot, but then when the four other women tried to help her, the suspect came back and shot them as well. But now police say they do have a suspect in custody. Live in Norfolk, Sarah Hammond, 13 News Now. For the love, episode nine. Again, you're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I want to start off. I hate starting off with tragedy, but I do want to send my love to the five women. Let me say that the five women that were shot, three of them were killed in the Young's Park neighborhood. The shooter is a coward. He is a 19-year-old coward, meaning he wasn't man enough to withhold the situation without using a weapon. You had to resort into killing and violence over whatever feelings you had. And I just want to let you know, and you're probably not listening to this, but regardless, I just want you to know that you're a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you seek violence on human beings that only wanted to protect their loved one that you were putting violence on. And you is a bitch-ass nigga for that. We as a city, of course, got to do better. We need to protect more so our women, especially our black women. I said that in the earlier part, and this is a prime example of why we need to protect our own, especially our women. It makes no sense that every single time something goes down, it's always our women that step in the front line to handle some shit. Like, it's every time I see women always putting themselves in the front line to make sure shit 
is better or shit is prevented and look at the end result of this shit. Now three women are dead, two are injured, and we have a bitch ass nigga locked up with no remorse for what the fuck he just done. You know what I'm saying? Also on that note, um, I do want to send my prayers to the families regarding the eight people that were killed or passed away, excuse me, at the Astro World Festival and the numerous of people that were injured during the festival. Um, that was definitely a scary thing to see. It took me back to when I went to see Travis Scott at the Something in the Water Festival. And I'm not necessarily putting blame on Travis Scott, but at the same time, I hope Travis looks at this and tries to insert some balance into his shows because at Something in the Water, it just reminded me when he came out on stage and as small as that situation was in comparison to Astroworld, I remember the crowd just rocking left, right, front, and back. And I even remember before he came out, when they announced that Travis Scott was coming out, how I was mentally getting ready for the crowd to go bonkers. And as soon as he came out, sure enough, that's exactly what happened. The crowd was going left, right, front, back. We was just rocking. And I remember I almost lost my shoe. And I had to hold my company at the time. And it was just crazy. So I say that to say prayers and well wishes to all the people. And God bless. And another thing I wanted to address is for the people, the internet niggas that I call um, that always want to talk about what we need to be doing and what should be the case and never speak on how to fucking do it. You guys are also the problem. And I say that respectfully because I understand your intent is to try to speak on what's going on. But at the same time, when you're not providing how to do something and you may not even know all the answers, but at least. When you give an attempt to try to provide how more so than telling what, then that can lead to a quicker solution period. After the tragedy, we don't need to hear what motherfuckers should be on. But how about telling people how to do it? And maybe we can get a progression from that moment. Because guess what? Niggas is living that shit every day. And the last thing motherfuckers need to hear or be told is what it is. They live in that shit. How about if you approach them with a how and again it may not be the ultimate solution but at least an attempt of how to get around some shit then then at that point they can listen to it and start to progress but until then if you're just going to be the person that just say what it is like they don't know what the fuck it is then you need to shut the fuck up because at the end of the day you're not living through the shit that they have to go through and on that note again this is episode nine for the love and first off, I want to dedicate this to London on the track because at the end of the day, he's counting that money from an album that's shitting on him. I think that's legendary in itself. But that's to each his own because, you know, people going to talk shit, but behind the scenes, niggas know what time it is and he's going to do his shit. So shout out to him. And I also want to give a shout out to the Cunnilingus Rices out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, th those are the ones that that can for sure go down, but don't know how to stay up. You know what I mean? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, read a book because reading and writing are important in life.
but the conlingers racist man you know what i'm saying you know the only thing i could tell y'all at this point is just you know keep drinking your water drink water every day put the juices down put the sodas down and put the alcohol down you know what i'm saying drink your water get your health right eat your fruits you know um you know peanuts and cashews and things like that are also great for your body protein things like that you know shit that can keep your stamina up you know what i'm saying because when these queens are walking over to you and they and they giving you these blessings we need to know how to you know not only accept the blessing but you know take advantage of it you know what i'm saying and make sure they understand that we know what time it is you know what i'm saying so on that note I just want to give a dedication and shout out to London on the track for being a legendary nigga in that regard. And also to the cunnilingus rices just for being you and time to change that. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all can go to the gas station, get the Lamar Odom pills and get two bottles of water. You know what I'm saying? And we can have a different conversation. But on that note, let's start with the start with yay, man. Drink champs, man. Everybody talking about Ye. Everybody responding to Ye. Ye got on drink champ and started talking his shit, you know. And it was a lot of things that he spoke on, like how he felt about signing Big Sean was the worst thing he have ever done in his career. Um, things about John Legend, Kim Kardashian, things of that sort. But the main piece that I gathered from it was the verses. I actually want to see Kanye against Aubrey in the verses now after watching that interview I started to feel like it can actually come true and happen in real life because you have two juggernauts that can bring their catalog together and see who the fuck is going to win as far as 20 for 20 or however format they want to do I really feel like that shit can happen he also brought up Jay I don't want to see Jay in the verses against Kanye personally I don't think Jay can lose in the verses but that's just me being a whole venger you know, and also important piece that Kanye was speaking on that I'm pretty sure isn't going to go viral because they want to focus on the bullshit was how we need to own more shit for ourselves and for the community rather than owning things like the N word and other shit. We need to own property, real estate and things of that sort, but they're not going to promote that. So definitely shout out to Kanye for that. Because one thing we do as a people and I mean, as black people within our community, we do shit on motherfuckers that have an imagination. And what I mean about that is like with Kanye, for example, standing on him, when we hear him call himself the Walt Disney, the Steve Jobs of the game or whatever the fuck he's referring to we shit on that but what i take from that is him trying to be the biggest motherfucker that we seen on our side and what's wrong with that like what's wrong with maybe not wanting to literally be walt disney but as far as status wise what's wrong with wanting to be as big as these motherfuckers because when we look at history and we watch and listen or find out about these people these people are heavy within their community steve jobs represents the, one of the biggest if not the biggest global companies as that we know today which is apple walt disney represents disney so when he's saying that it's like he's saying i want to represent the biggest shit if not in the world, but more so in our community that we can rep that that can be ours. And what's the problem with that? So regardless of if a Yeezy boot looked like a styrofoam cup, 
And on some real shit, even if you really don't want to fuck with it, put that energy towards these local brands in your area. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of them in our city. Shout out to them. They know who I'm talking about, like Made in Norfolk and Super and etc. But put energy on that. Put them on if you don't really want to put Kanye shit on. The whole point is more so than getting Kanye's clothes is just to understand from a visual standpoint that we have representation that's uh deeper than drugs and guns and violence and shit like that so i say that to say shout out to yay and shout out to drake man you know what i'm saying because he did give us a url card to death do us part and we had to watch beloved lux lose you know what i'm saying and not only lose but you you want to know what it was, dog? It it was the fact that the crowd, because it was in the West Coast, so when he battled Geechee and shout to Geechee, because you solidified yourself at that point, you a legend. That's a fact. But what it was was with the crowd, they was not registering, nor it was given a chance to any of Lux's bars. So it wasn't even the fact that Lux lost, because a lot of niggas are saying 3-0. I personally gave Lux the first round. And then it was a wrap from that point. But it was the fact that we watched the crowd not even give respect to this man, Loaded Lux. Like, this motherfucker is not a legend. And I'm not saying because you're a legend, that means your bars are automatically registered as dope and niggas just got to fuck with you. It's just like the respect factor of at least giving your bars a, a, a listen, that wasn't being provided. And then when Geechee was rapping, he was talking that shit, but it was just like bias at that point. And that was a fucked up part for the culture as far as battle rap. And on that note, you know, shout out to Drake. You know what I'm saying? He gave us a, a dope ass card. And that was one of the main ones. But we're going to keep these shout outs going because shout out to Smack. He just had his volume eight. And that was another card that was fire. Shout out to DNA and King Los. Everybody had Av. Shout out to the hometown legend Av and B Dot Battle being the battle of the night. But I gotta give my props to B Dot because he came out there and he humbled my man's. Like Av, you my guy. But me personally watching the battle, I had a three O situation from B Dot. It was just uh, every round that B Dot was speaking was just a nod better, and it wasn't like Av was trash or anything like that. And that's not hometown biases. Like, Av was talking, it's just B-Dot was on a different level. I never heard B-Dot spit like that. So definitely uh, gave B-Dot the 3-0. The battle of the night was actually DNA versus King Los. Shout out to the Loses out there, you know what I'm saying? Personally, the battle was a debatable. It could go 2-1 either way. From the first watch, I would honestly don't know who to give it to. That's just the honest truth. I I gave DNA the, fir, excuse me, I gave Los the first round, and DNA for sure had the third round. So the second round was the debate round. So however you give the second round, that's who really won the battle. So it can go two one either way. I watched the uh, a replay like a recap of the card. And one of the guys was actually giving the battle to Los off the strength that it was a debatable. And when he was breaking it down, I was like, I could understand that because he felt like DNA should have just washed him during the battle anyway. But King Los actually came to talk and it became a 2-1 debatable. Other than that, you had Arsenal against Loso and I gave Loso that battle 2-1. 
And I want to personally thank Loso because at the end of the day, we don't want to see no damn Cassidy versus Freeway. Respect to those legends. But in 2021 or 22, the last thing we need to see on some battle rap shit and on some hip hop shit is a Freeway and Cassidy battle. I promise you the first battle will be held as a classic because it is a classic. And that was back at a time when that was the battle scene. The current battle scene do not need to see no damn casting in freeway. So shout out to Loso for not only saying that, but looking dead in Smack's eyes and saying that shit to Smack. Because Smack need to hear that. On that note, Sears Jones versus JC. Shout out to JC. His pen is immaculate, but I actually gave that to Sears. That one line when he said the karaoke uh, bar, when he was like, is you going to let a man karaoke? That shit was crazy. I was like, oh, my God. And that was the third round. So, but yeah, man. But shout to Smack because Smack been giving us, like, arguably classic cards, like, week in, week out. And he on his old Smack DVD shit, man. But enough about battle rap. Shout out to my battle rap culture and my battle rap niggas. But, you know, the lady listeners that be listening to the pod, they be like, Lowe's, why you always talk about Smack and battle rap when niggas don't give a fuck about all that? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my ladies. You know what I'm saying? Smelling like herbs and organic essentials and coconut butter. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my dark and lovelies. You know what I mean? Keeping it fluorescent and nonviolent. You know what I'm talking about? And that's all we need to have. You know what I mean? Because we just want hugs. And from time to time, we may give you this 444 special. You got to grow up. What you thought? It's all love at For the Love. Besides that, man, uh, sports was actually taking over majority of the past couple days this past week um, with Odell. It's crazy how motherfuckers can actually just gather the energy to release a motherfucker like Odell Beckham. And then on top of that, you see the media put their focus on making the black man the issue. And not only that narrative being in play, but it's coming from our black analysts the Stephen A's, the the Lewis Riddick's, the, you know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers that's putting blame on Odell and not the organization and the fucking quarterback. The receiver has to catch a ball from a motherfucker that's throwing him the ball. So if this man is getting wide open and yet he's not getting targeted, then how in the hell is that Odell's fault? Now, I'm not saying Odell doesn't take any responsibility or should take any accountability because he has pieces in his game or in his character that can become negative towards a team. But if we're speaking talent wise and just football related wise, how in the hell are we talking about Odell not being on the field? Just like how Cam Newton is not on a fucking football field right now. You know what I'm saying? And I say that to say shout out to Kyrie Irving because at the end of the day, you are getting the same flack that motherfuckers are not giving Aaron Rodgers the flack for when y'all had the same fucking stance regarding the vaccine shit. But we don't hear the Stephen A's nor Lewis Riddick's talk about that shit, right? You know what I mean? And not only the same stance, but you have Aaron Rodgers who hid his status. And up until week fucking eight, nine, you find out the moment he catches COVID and then you hear nothing from that. And he just doubled down on his stance, but let Kyrie speak on it prior to the season starting. And he's a toxic cancer to the fucking team in the NBA. Hmm. 
keeping it in sports, I do want to give a uh, um, shout-out to Usman for knocking Covington the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Shout-out to the unanimous decision. Um, Canelo looks like he's an indestructible motherfucking human because I don't see anybody beating this motherfucker no time soon. Now, I'm not saying he's never going to be beaten because we've seen a lot of motherfuckers, especially in the boxing world, take that L. So, And he technically has an L in his record. Shout-out to Floyd. But that was kind of before Canelo's run. So now I don't see nobody beating this motherfucker, at least yet. You know what I'm saying? And back to Odell, Baltimore, if you if you listening to this, even if you're not listening to this, I need you to get Odell. I need you to send a hey, big head text. You know what I'm saying? Odell, come to be more. Get them crab cakes. You know what I'm saying? Get this ring. On that note. This is also a music podcast, you know what I'm saying? We talk about the culture, but these Silk Sonic niggas is about to drop a classic on November 12th. And I just want to give that PSA out to the world because on November 12th, it's time to bring out the three-piece suits and the perm, you know what I mean? Time to get your shea butter and always stay moisturized, but you know, it's time to get the the, the, the hair juice, you know what I mean? So you can keep the perm straight and stiff and get the suits ready because on november 12th we're going skating you know what i mean shout out to bruno mars and shout out to anderson pack these niggas are bringing back those vibes that we are missing not saying it's not motherfuckers on the r&b side they more so soul but you know they just bringing that old feeling back man just the good sounds and the vibes and just the musicality of the shit, man. I can't wait to hear this shit, dog. So on that note, bring your pistols and bring your suits, you know what I'm saying? And get your skates because we skating and the pistols is for protection, you know what I'm saying? We not about violence. We just about living for tomorrow, you know what I mean? So on that note, I say that to say shout out to Silk Sonic. Word, but let's get into these sleepers, man. AKA seven five seven sounds, man. You know, um, I need a, I need a dun dun dun. <laughs> but um, this one that we got today for this episode, we got the good brother Fro Wonders. You know what I'm saying, the VA brother, and my guy got some shit. It's some heat. And it's featuring the good brother as well, Amir Driver. Shout out to Made in Norfolk. Y'all can check them out. Military Highway, get their clothing, you know, representing the 7-5. But this track here is called The Hustle, and it's off the project Better Than The Last Jank. And that's on all DSPs, but let's get it. Yeah. Told my niggas is this a cheat code, B. <laughs> All I need is the merry ad libs, nigga. <laughs> Cat. Uh. Whoa. Saw a part of the hustle. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Feel me. Uh. Sit, find wine, and spit. 
inches flows Love sacrifice and rock ventures clothes Rap make beats, whatever makes the dough My nigga get your dough, it's never personal It's just business, mind yours Everybody got a lane, bro, find yours I just wanna feel mine in the incline of an M9 Like I'm flying suicide doors You hating nigga, why forge? Your main code, track 12, bitch, love yours My main goal, kick shit like front doors You was exposed that exposing these whack motherfuckers I be making more dough, but that's another story for another time Whole another beat, whole another rhyme Whole another hit, bitch, hammer time Forever handling mine, so just ask your bitch You wanna know my name I'm deep in the south, kicking up top gang Mob for the set, nigga, gang, gang, gang Never doing the most, I just do my thing And they still knocking the hustle Whoa But that's all part of the hustle Yeah Last scene, out of state, on a date with another stage No cap when you fill a page I feel like niggas ain't trying no more, they should feel ashamed You feel away though, take a swing Figures cause niggas ain't listening And I'm treating this shit like it's medicine I might as well do my thing And no offense if I sound tense But none of you niggas pay my rent Sing what the fuck I wanna sing With that in mind, let a light of mine Open the blind and hit away Dreaming about tomorrow when niggas need it today Motivation for chef and this superhero souffle Been hustling all my life just to make it all in a day And it's all of the Days work, build a stack it and flip it, maneuver the bills first. Why you here make a killing if you don't get killed first? They killing niggas with water, it's only gonna get worse. My niggas sorted the earth, it works for you to know my name. I'm deep in the south, kicking up top gang. My with the set, nigga, gang, gang, gang. Never doing the most, I just do my thing, and they still knocking the hustle. Yeah, but that's all part of the hustle. Uh huh. All I know is to go These niggas talking Rarely walk it And I'd rather just show and prove it It's more than music Hustle so now My lifestyle's what I Talk in the booth Let me talk it to you Look, your habits should align With your goals Make a dollar But say that dollar For when the weather gets cold Don't bet on the phone But be prepared for it You know it's love When the sun's out But when shit get dark Nobody there for it Stay persistent Stay consistent The mission is within distance Know your vision Gotta be clear Plot out your past Son, it gotta be clear Then speak it to the heavens So that God can hear You gotta know it Before they do See it before it's Eyes open on your chase, no sleeping and see your dream develop. My team will tell you this shit is round the clock, nigga. Shit, we out here hustling long as the clock. Right now, I'm sure you know my name. Yeah. Four wheel in the town, kicking up top gang. Threes up with the set, yelling gang, gang, gang. Never doing the most, we just do our thing. How could you ever knock the hustle? How could you ever knock the hustle? Set gang. Right, y'all. That that was the hustle by the good brother Fro Wonders and Amir Driver. Shout out to Made in Norfolk. Y'all go check that out, of course. And that was from the latest project, Better Than the Last Jank on all DSPs. So y'all check that out as well. Shout out to my VA cats. And before we kick off episode nine, I want to dedicate this to the white women as well and to the white people yet again yes we here on y'all again because at the end of the day what y'all do is some low-key inspiring shit 
I want y'all to understand that when it matters and when it truly matters, y'all know how to come together to eliminate the shit that y'all want to get eliminated. If y'all don't know by now as to what I'm referring to, I am referring to the latest election results in regards to the governor race. And I'm not going to acknowledge that man's name because at the end of the day, that man wanted to remove educators, a.k.a. black educators from our history. And guess what is going to happen at this point? You know what I'm saying? Anytime it comes to removing nigger books or shit like that, that refers to our kinfolk, they damn sure know how to come together like Voltron and get that shit the fuck out of here. So on that note, shout out to the white people. You know what I'm saying? Keep eating your green bean casseroles and shout out to the white woman because y'all damn sure know how to come together and remove some nigga shit and then go right back home and look just like a woman, a.k.a. a black woman. And shout out to my black people, you know what I'm saying? Because it takes nothing but hot sauce on the bag for y'all to vote, you know what I'm saying? Like the Dems or whoever the fuck you want to categorize in this group, all they focus is on who the fuck we know to hate. But outside of who the fuck we don't fuck with, what the fuck are y'all going to do for the people in our community? You know what I'm saying? We never get those answers, but yet we go right on the booth and vote on that side. And then when that side does exactly what we fucking know, that they're not going to do. We sit here and say, oh my God, look at these niggas not doing shit. Of course, them motherfuckers was never going to do shit. They just pandered to vote and persuade niggas to vote. You know what I'm saying? Their agenda is to win and not provide to the motherfuckers that they should provide to and not saying the other side is going to do that, but at least we know they're fucking in game and yet they follow that shit. So when we see the motherfuckers follow that agenda, I'm not saying we need to agree with it, but it's like, don't be surprised because that's what the fuck they've been saying on the election and campaign trail. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I'm not going to let this shit stop my 10 piece special. You know what I'm saying? With the sweet tea and lemonade mix, you know what I'm saying? And add a wrench to it because that's going to keep going regardless of who the fuck is on that damn booth or not. You know what I'm saying? And if you against the 10 piece, then you definitely ain't getting my vote so you can get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? At that point, that's considered slander. And I'm not with that. So anybody that's against that and on some Michelle Obama shit trying to change the program with the food, you can get the fuck out of here with that. You know what I'm saying? Because see, for the love is about balance, you know, so that's where you eat your 10 piece and you wash it down with a sweet tea lemonade and then you come back with a smoothie and you drink your your fruits and you know what i'm saying and it's just about balance you know eat your ice cream and then come back and eat some ribs and then you eat a salad and of course you drink your water you know shit like that and i also say that to say shout out to the kids because the kids are really the future and like odb said wu-tang is for the children you know what i'm talking about word on that note for the love episode nine you know what i'm saying i want to give uh, also shout out to my my listeners that's still listening love y'all you know what i mean we keeping this shit going stay tuned for the remaining episodes we got our um interviews coming up aka 757 conversations you know what i'm saying i'm gonna keep it under the tuck because we're gonna have some surprises for y'all and it's about time we hear this va 757 talent that we got for y'all niggas you know what i'm saying
And we just ask y'all to stay tuned, man. You know, because that for the love, we about progression yet again. And we about the 757 more importantly. And you're going to hear what the 757 got to say. We've been trying to tell y'all, but we're really going to tell y'all. And on that note, episode nine, for the love, God bless.